Box to help you feel more alive in your life than you've ever felt before. David Essel in the Box with you. Welcome aboard, gang. Gotta love moving forward, right? Moving forward in life, which is what this show is all about for the past 22 years. We've got some of the most amazing guests in the world. Today, I'm going to tell you who we have on hitting all walks of life. We'll be talking about that. Multiple questions this week about how do we stay inspired in a world that seems so dark. I'm going to answer that question in just a minute because it does seem dark, doesn't it? Depending on, on where your focus is, it seems like life sucks. The world sucks. There's more negative things going on than positive things. So how do we stay inspired? I'll be answering that question. And Huge news, which we're really excited to share with you. As of next week, May 11th, we will be on XM Talk Radio Channel 246. Jot this down. Oh, my Lord. We will be moving, and we're excited about the move. XM 246, as of next Saturday, May 11th, you won't be listening to us on 168 anymore. We've been here for about a year and a half or maybe even longer now. I think it might be longer than a year and a half, but we're switching to 246, and we are excited to do it. So write that down, engrave it in your brain, 246, David Essel Live, 246. (laughs) We're going to stay 6 to 9 on Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. And if you have a question, if you're on the fence in life right now, I'm going to get to as many emails as I can. As we always do, but call me, 1-800. If you have a question and you want free coaching on the air, maybe you're on the fence, you're stuck, you're blocked, you don't know why you can't accomplish a certain goal in life, you don't know why you're procrastinating, or maybe you're in a relationship and it just ain't working, it's not, it's not cutting it. You know, it could be losing weight. Maybe you really need to make more money and you're not sure how to. 1-800-548-8255. This is the time as long as well with all of the emails we get. And we try to help as many people as we can. So call. Get in the lineup. 1-800-548-8255. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. And if your friends do not yet have their subscription to XM to listen to us right now, they can listen online at talkdavid.com, streaming free, talkdavid.com. We are proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Again, thanks for tuning in. Who do we have on board today? Coming up in the first hour, April O'Leary. She's a certified life coach, the author of the book, Ride the Wave. And we are going to talk to her about how she went from a crazed mom of three. (laughs) I love that. She'll probably come out in the air and say, hey, wait a minute, dude. I never said I was a crazed mom of three. But that was my words, not hers. Crazed mom of three. How did she go from this kind of like not in sync with time management, not in sync with emotionally managing her life, which she will admit to that, I know that, to become an author and a certified life coach? And how do we manage time and our emotional stress levels. April will be on the chair with that. Jan Spiller is back, the world-renowned astrologer, uh, author of five books, including New Moon Astrology. She'll be taking your calls live on the air. Write this number down when she comes on, 1-800-548-TALK. You'll be able to ask Jan about where your life is headed. You can find out when we give you the signal that Jan is coming on. Call then, 1-800-548-TALK. And then... Later on in the show, Joe Cerulli, the owner of the Gainesville Health and Fitness Centers. This is a guy that went from homeless to become a multimillionaire. He's dedicated his life 
to helping other people do the same with their bodies and with their business. This guy has been a mentor of mine for years and years and years. Joe's coming back on the show, and he's going to bring a couple members of his of his facility on. Angel, who lost over 100 pounds. We're going to talk about how he did it. And then Robin, who also radically shifted her body, a middle-aged woman through strength training and how that has altered her thought process in life, the way she feels about herself. We'll find out if it helped her with energy levels and how else. This weight training program, and you know I love this, is that so many women go, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. Robin's going to shatter that, and we'll find out more about her and from Joe about how you can move your life to the next level. So we have a rocking show, as we always do. Now, answering these questions that come in, it, it's, it is really perplexing. How do we stay inspired in a world that's so negative? When we think of the Boston uh, bombing and the Texas fertilizer plant explosion, the earthquakes in China, the teen that commits suicide because they were uh, uh, overwhelmed by being taunted because they were gay, the husband that throws acid on his wife's face, how do we stay inspired in a world that seems so dark? It's a wonderful question. And for everyone that asked me that in a multitude of ways, I know it does seem really dark, doesn't it? Because if you look in the media, uh, online, in the newspaper, in magazines, on radio, except for us, of course, uh, you're going to be filled with all of this kind of stuff. The number one thing I'm going to say is get out and make a difference in your world. You know, get out, donate one hour a week to your pet shelter, walking dogs, to shut ins, to children. Uh, One hour a week, get outside of yourself to see the beauty that's out there. Get inspired by other people, other animals. Get inspired, number one. Number two, start your day off free of news. In other words, some of my clients, I'll get them to commit to multiple days of being media free, but also of saying that there's no media until noon. And this is a great recommendation I can give you right now. Like, do not listen and watch any any media whatsoever until noon every day. That'll rock your world. It'll start it off in a very beautiful way. Get involved with a hobby. You know, and then, and then this advice seems so simple, doesn't it? But how many of us have lost the hobbies that we used to use to inspire ourselves? Instead, we get wrapped up in the negativity of the world. Um, decide that you're going to limit the news. Remember, you're not going to listen or watch or read anything in the news until noon, right? And then after that, decide on a limitation. You might say 30 minutes a day, at the most 60 minutes a day. And that includes reality shows of any type whatsoever that are filled with gossip. Oh, it makes me shudder. Okay, but let's just think about these things. One is, is, is eliminating everything before noon that has to do with the news. You're going to survive. You know, if something really important you need to find out is going to ha- has happened, you'll find out. Don't worry about that. But those are just a few things that came to my mind when I was reading through the emails of, of what's going on in this world and how do we stay out of all the darkness that seems to surround us. 1-800-548-TALK. Got a question? Just like everyone that's emailed us, call us. 800-548-TALK. Um... What is the most difficult? Okay, this is a good one. What is the most difficult addiction to let go of? I will first of all, I'm going to answer that by saying this: there is no such thing as an addiction that's more difficult than another to let go of. And I know that shocks some people. I've been working in the world of addiction recovery for 20 years, and I can tell you that some people with food addiction, it's as brutal as pain pill addiction, heroin addiction, crack cocaine addiction, um, meth addiction. Some people with a food, some people with a nicotine addiction, it's as brutal as heroin. 
Some people with this. I, I remember working with a woman a number of years ago who had an extreme sex addiction and she would orgasm 20, 30, 40 times a day. And she had to. And it was wild. Right. Like finding breaks at work because she was so obsessed with her sexual addiction. And that to her was as brutal as someone else's heroin addiction. All addictions at the same level are as equally as difficult to break. Now, that what, but what, what, when I say that there's no addiction that's more difficult than another, some people go, oh, no, 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 no. And they come in trying to defend that their addiction is more difficult. Someone with a food addiction will come in and go, David, you have to have food to eat, and so my addiction is more difficult because you don't have to have nicotine to survive. But let me tell you why that's not true. I don't care if you have a food addiction, you have to have food to eat, to eat and to survive. It's not any more difficult than any other addiction. And the reason we teach that in our courses and when I work with people one-on-one is because of the simple fact is the minute you say, my addiction is more difficult than someone else's to break, you're giving yourself a foot out the door to stay stuck in your addiction. So just come up front and say, this is a challenging addiction. I'm going to work through it and end it there, right? That's it. End of statement. Do not go any further and try to justify your addiction is worse than someone else's or because I've been smoking for 30 years, it's harder than someone who's only been drinking for five years heavy. That is all nonsense. And it's going to keep you stuck in your addiction. Call me right now. 1-800-548-TALK. Money, relationships, your weight, addictions, a spiritual question. If you're on the fence and you need help, call us. I'll continue going with your emails as well. 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. So great to have you on board. More information at talkdavid.com. Stay there. Rocking around the USA, you're tuned in to David Essel Live. Hey, listen to this. Jot this down. As of next Saturday, May 11th, we switch to a brand new XM channel. We're very excited to share this with you. 246 will be on XM 246. We're leaving 168. As of next weekend, the around May 11th, we'll be on uh, XM Channel 246. So write it down. Great news. It's awesome news. And we're glad to be a part of that brand new huge Channel 246, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. David Essel in the box. Going through your emails, give us a ring, chat. We've got some very cool guests coming up in just a little bit here. Um, what This next question was, this is a great question. What is the greatest personal turnaround story you have seen in a friend? Well, I will tell you, the guy that's coming on in the third hour tonight, Joe Cerulli, from homeless to a multimillionaire, is probably one of the most profound stories that I've ever heard and uh, and actually know the person well. Uh, Joe is going to be, be with us. He'll share part of that story with you, I'm sure. So that's probably one of the coolest ones. The other thing, I was trying to think of all the cool stories that I've been a part of. Um, a client, a single mom, this is going back a long time ago, drifting through life, totally unsure of where she was going, what she was doing. Somehow she found the money to hire me as a coach. I have no idea how she did it. She lost 150 pounds, started her own business, 
and all of this as a single mom. No support from her former husband whatsoever. Probably one of the greatest turnarounds I've ever seen is is that that woman right there. It, incredible what she was willing to do to lose the weight, to start her own business, all of it while raising a child on her own. Very, very cool. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, this is great. She's, this is uh, from a woman. I don't, I don't, Kathy, this is all I know. Uh, east, no, East Coast, West Coast. West Coast of the United States of America. She said, this is a two-part question. It's very personal. If you don't want to share it on the air, you can email me. And I... Ladies and gentlemen, all for everyone that sends me emails, just please don't expect a response. We get way, way too many. Um, but this one is, do you ever have a bad day? <laughs> Your energy on the air tells me you might not, but tell me the truth. And the answer is yes, but no one will ever see it in public. At least that's my goal. That, so, yes, do I have a bad day? Yeah, but you're never going to see it. You never, you'll never, you never hear about it on this show. You won't. There's no way in hell I'm going to bring any of my bad days to my office, to the studio, on air. Never, ever, ever. Now, you might hear me get really passionate and, and angry or upset about topics, but you will never have me experience a bad day. Um, now, my close friends... And family could experience my frustration, anger, and having a bad day. Absolutely. Uh, but to answer your question, it ain't going to happen in public, love, uh, nor on the air. And then the second part of her question was, <laughs> and I don't know why. She said, you don't seem like someone that would ever cry. I have no idea why you would think I would never cry. Oh, my Lord. Movies? Forget it. Some TV commercials. Yes, I can be a sap. For TV commercials, I can cry during TV commercials and movies that can be moved in a heartbeat. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, the answer is yes, I do. Uh, in relation, well, you know, I'll tell you what. And then she went on to say, in, in, yes, in relationships, I am absolutely uh, someone that will share my emotions. Uh, can you tell me a story in relationships where you actually did cry? Well, I can tell you a bunch of stories I cried, but I'll tell you one that comes to mind. I'll never forget it. I remember being very, very much in love, and the woman I was in love with, uh, told me that because uh, she, her and I were different religious, came from different religious upbringings, that her mom and her grandmother forbade her to date me anymore because she had to marry someone within her own religious um, orienta orientation. Yeah. And, and that, that broke me big time. I had a very hard time overcoming that breakup. Um, and as a matter of fact, in the vet today with my brand new... Italian Greyhound Rescue. I had tears. Oh, my God. My little buddy, Saint. Saint is my little, my, my new best friend. He's the dog that I adopted last week. I've had him six days. Took him in for his checkup today. And when they went to clip his toenails, the vet said that he had obviously had some kind of trauma in the past. He had some really serious trauma with his front paws because he Flipped out. It took a now. This is a fifteen pound dog, and it took. They had to go through a couple veterinarian assistants before they found one woman who somehow was able to hold him. He was screaming and crying so intently, and the vet was phenomenal with him. Oh my god, she was awesome, but it would not calm him down. And when I saw him in that in that type of fear, it wasn't pain. He was exhibiting fear tears came to my eyes for that little guy just because I knew the anxiety he was going through. <laughs> but you know what's amazing? On the way home, he was happy as can be to get the hell out of that office, wagging his tail, got home. He was just like nothing had ever happened, and I was still feeling his pain. 1-800-548-TALK. <laughs> 1-800-548-TALK. Yes, you can ask me personal questions. I do not mind answering them on the air. 
Um, let's see. Another. Oh, this is about small businesses. 800-548-TALK. You can text us as well. Uh, join us on Facebook. David Essel Live on Facebook. Like our page on Facebook. Text us at 941-266-7676-941-266-7676. As someone asked me the other day, do you ever respond to texts? And I say, no, I don't. I don't respond to texts with friends, family, clients, listeners, I will read them and answer your stuff on the air, but I never respond to texts. Isn't that interesting? Okay. I My dog has a phobia to having his nails clipped. I have a phobia to texts. Um, I started a small business 13 months ago and barely break even every month. How long do I hang in there without making money before I let it go? What a great question. First of all, on average, businesses take three to five years to take off, and 50% of businesses fail between three and five years. But it really does take most of us. Those statistics aren't 100%. It's not black and white, but you can pretty much guess it. It's around three to five years. Now, let me let me mention this to you. If you love your business and you're breaking in uh, even, your current breaking evening point, even point is your income. Feel blessed, right? Like if you're doing what you love and you're breaking even, you are more than breaking even because do you know the number of people in this world that doing that are doing jobs they hate and making more money? I would say, and now listen, and this doesn't have to be long-term, but in the short term, if you're doing what you love, if you absolutely are doing what you love, that is your income for right now. And you've only been doing it a year, small business for a year, and you're breaking even every month. As long as you're doing what you love, I wouldn't change a thing. I would hang in there for at least the three to five years. Now, if you're doing your home-based business or a small business that you really hate and you're breaking even, I would then consider getting out of it sooner. So many times, we have no idea, you know, most of us have no idea how important it is to do what you love at work. I'm going to be doing some commencement addresses at universities and high schools as we go into commencement address season. And and one of the things that I always talk about at these type of events is, is this concept of really doing what we enjoy. Uh, too many people end up taking jobs, going into careers because they see a certain dollar sign. Well, if I become X... I'll be able to make between this and this. And I'm not against making money. Oh, you're far from it. Make as much as you can. But make sure that in your going after the work uh, or the income that you desire, that the work has some type of interest to you. Years ago, I remember getting a call from a guy who was a mail carrier. He listened to our show for seven, eight years. It took him seven or eight years to call in. He kept me. He was a mail carrier for seven, eight years. Hated it. Called in, and he finally said, you know what, I, I have a crappy relationship with my wife, crappy relationship with my children, and, and I'm doing this job, and I'm making good money. Believe it or not, he said, as a mail carrier, I make great money, I have great benefits, but I hate it. And he didn't know what to do. So the number one thing we said is we looked at all of his options to leave it. He didn't have an education to leave it. So we said stay. But you know how he made his life turn around? And a year later, he called me up with so much gratitude for our conversation is he started doing wood building and woodworking at night, doing cabinets. And then that turned into a weekend gig. And he stayed full time with his mail carrier job that he hated, but what he did in the hours and in the weekends made up for it, and it brought so much passion in his life. It even improved the relationship with his family. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Don't forget, coming up in another week, we're going to be on a brand new channel, 246 XM. 
satellite radio 246. We're switching from 168 to 246. Write it down. As of next Saturday, May 11th, 246, 246, 246. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com. Stay right there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, celebrating 22 years on the air. And great news for all the 12 million XM subscribers. We are moving our channel. Yes, we're moving from 168 to 246 as of May 11th, next Saturday. Please write this down. You're not going to want to miss out. 246. We're moving to channel 246, the monster XM talk station, and we're very excited to be able to let you know that, so make sure you don't miss a show of David Essel Live, channel 246, as of next Saturday, and to make sure that you're always with us, listening to our show on your smartphone, Android, uh, iPhone, all you have to do is join our text club, I'm going to give you that really quick, and then coming up in a minute, we have the author, April O'Leary, who's taking the world by storm is going to be with us. Excited to have April on. Here's a woman that a number of years ago was uh, was confused and dazed, dazed and confused. <laughs> She's going to love it when she gets on the line and I tell him I'm saying all this stuff about her. But she turned it around with three kids. A loving husband, she was able to turn it around, and she's doing phenomenal work in the world. She's going to tell us how to manage our time and our emotions. She's going to be with us in a second. But so that you don't miss any show, join the text club, and immediately you'll receive a text from us, and you can listen live on any of those smartphones that you might have. Type in the number. Here we go. 69302. 69302. Then in the message box, talk David. All one word, all lowercase, and hit the word send. Type in the number 69302 in the message box. Talk David, all one word, all lowercase. Hit the word send. You'll get a text back from us where you'll be able to listen to the show right on your smartphone. You can also visit the site if you didn't get all those instructions, talkdavid.com, to find out more. You know, one of the things that we struggle with, most of us struggle with in this world, is managing time. The second thing that we struggle with is managing emotions. And you put those two things together, and our world becomes filled with drama and chaos. And we never reach our full potential. April O'Leary, my guest right now, author of multiple books, including Ride the Wave, Journey to Peaceful Living. She's a certified life coach, founder of the University of Moms, and is just rocking this world in a positive way. April, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, David. (laughs) So would you agree with me that a number of years ago that your world was dazed and confused? I was laughing when you said that. <laughs> I would say that that would be that would be slightly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> slightly, slightly accurate. And, and and what was it? I mean, you 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 have three you have three girls. I do. I do. And so, so if you look, you know, a number of years ago, just maybe what three, four, five, six years ago. Um, what was your world like on, on a daily basis? How were you dazed and confused? How was it maybe slightly out of control? Uh, all right. Well, my three girls are, they're currently 11, 10, and 6. So I would say about, it was about six years when I had my third child. 
And for anyone who's had multiple children, you know, adding each child in adds a level of stress and, and confusion. So, right. yeah, I was just having a really hard time managing everybody else, and, and I wasn't fitting any time in for myself at all. I was, like, totally – I was pushed over the edge, really, to put it lately. Yeah, and and how when when we look at them, when those things happen, April, all of us start to cope in unhealthy ways. What were some of the unhealthy ways you were trying to to cope with the, the with the craziness? Well, I think the first thing that I did, and I did it unconsciously, and I think most um, people do it unconsciously, or we wouldn't do it, right? Is we we put everybody else's needs first, right? And so when I had you know these three kids, and at that time I was an at home mom. And that was my dream. I always wanted to be an at-home mom. My mom was an at-home mom. And I don't know. I just thought that that's what moms were supposed to do. So that's what I did. And um, with having three little ones around, you just find that there um, is no end to the amount of demands that they can place on you. So Mm -hmm. um, I just couldn't keep up with it and um, became very frustrated and stressed out and overwhelmed and kind of lost that joy that I thought I was supposed to have the mom. So. Uh, it spiraled downward from there. <laughs> <laughs> and and in the overwhelm, um, so here you are, you're putting out, you're, you know, we're, the famous word we use, we become codependent, we're the martyr, we're mm-hmm. doing everything for everyone else, we're not taking care of ourselves. So so what occurs at that point? Like, how did you cope? Was what, what was it, were there alcohol? Was it, was it shutting down emotionally? Was it um, anger outbreak? What, like, what was going on with you? <laughs> I would say A, B, and C. (laughs) Is this just pick one or is this all? Yeah, it's all. I would say I was doing all of those. (laughs) Right. And and what was was the wake-up point? I was trying to cope. Yeah, I was trying to cope. What was the wake-up point? What what, what was the the point? So here we are. We're angry. We're drinking. We're doing whatever we need to do to try to cope. What was the wake-up point that came to you that you said, because some people never reach it, April. What happened Uh that you said, okay, I need to change? What was it? Okay. Well, the the, the breaking point for me, um, and and this can be common, I think, with anybody, when you're with a partner for a long time, and even if they're making a positive change, my husband at that time, He's still my husband, but I'm talking about at that time. He, right. he right. Got, was getting some, making some positive changes for himself, and it kind of threw our relationship into a rocky period because, as, a, as you would know, whenever one person changes, it rocks the balance of the relationship. Yes. So um, I really unknowingly, again, sought out comfort or emotional support out, outside of my marriage. Um, which became an emotional affair. And that's really was the wake-up call. I didn't even know what that was, to be honest with you, and I thought it was pretty ironic. Um, you were just saying right before I came on about the text club, well, I'm a member of your text club, and um, the video that came through today was about an emotional affair, and I just laughed to myself because I thought at the time I didn't even know that that existed, like that there was such a thing. Right. So that was the wake-up call for me where I had to say either – a, I have to address the issues that I have in my marriage, which are a lack of communication and my own anger and resentment that I had allowed to build up, or I have to just, you know, dissolve the marriage. I mean, you have to pick. What are you going to do? Yeah. So fortunately, I picked to um, try to work things out, and fortunately it has. Yeah. When when we look at, ladies and gentlemen, when we look at an emotional affair, you know, lots of times people think, well, there's only one kind of an affair. There's just a physical affair and it has to be ongoing for it to be serious and all that. And it has to be intimate and sexual and whatever. But 
when we break trust through bonding with someone else outside of our marriage and sharing the struggles of the marriage and leaning on that other person, which is what I believe you're probably referring to, April, then mm-hmm. what, what we're doing is we're, we're breaking the trust with our partner, April, aren't we? We're shattering that trust. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and, and a lot of times that happens when you are lacking communication to begin with in the marriage. So if you're um, both of you hiding behind, you know, fake smiles or pleasantries and you're not really talking about the things that you need to be talking about, um, then that creates distance. And then over time, you know, we need support. And if we're not getting it from our partner, then it's easy for someone else to work their way in because it feels good to have somebody say, oh, you're not appreciated, oh, you look so nice, oh, you know, all of the right. things that you should be hearing from your partner, but you're not. Right. So Now, now so, so we see this, this reaching outside of your marriage for emotional support. And what was going on at that time six years ago regarding insanity with your own time management? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the biggest problem, um, because what, whether you have kids, and I know... You know, people that I work with now, I, ha- I have a new client that recently started who is retired, and she said she's been busier than she's ever been, even when she was working. So I know it's not a symptom of just, oh, hey, I have young kids, I'm stressed out, I'm busy. Um, I think the, the root problem is when you don't take time for yourself, when you don't make it a priority to nurture and replenish your energy, and you're overly focused on everybody else, that's where the problems come in. And so, so my, the, my time the, management, there was no time management because I didn't understand that I needed to set boundaries and um, say no and, and not feel guilty about doing things for myself. In order absolutely. To, you know, yeah. Yes. April, I'm going to ask you to hold right there. We're going to come back in just a moment after these messages. We're talking to April O'Leary, certified life coach. Uh, and author, AprilO'Leary.com. More information at talkdavid.com. Stay there. You show the lights tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show, David Essel Alive. Thank you so much. This is all about solutions. Proactive radio, solution-based radio, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. David Essel Alive, we've been on the air for 22 years. We are moving to a new channel May 11th, next Saturday. Write this down. We will go from 186, which, or excuse me, 168, which we've been on for a long time, to channel 246 as of next Saturday, May 11th. We will be on channel 246, huge mega talk channel 246, and we're excited about the move. My guest right now, April O'Leary, who went from dazed, crazed, and confused. (laughs) She probably never imagined that on a radio talk show that the host would be saying this 150 times to 
a certified life coach, author of two books, um, and the founder of the University of Moms. And before we end today, I'm going to share with you some information about a conference for moms that April is putting together. April, six years ago, did you have any idea that life would turn out to be like this? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> six six years ago, you were wondering point, if you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? As I say, six years ago, you're probably wondering if you're going to make it to the next day. <laughs> oh my God! Six years ago, I can remember, and this is this is seriously no joke. I can remember, like plain as day, thinking, "Is there any way I could like get a surgery for something so I could like have a night to myself?" <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I I didn't under I didn't I felt so trapped. Like I didn't understand that it would be okay to just say. I'm out of here. I need a break, you know, or I'm tired. I just was, I was desperate for a break. You know, really. April, in, 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 in many, many times when we talk, um, we, Joan Borisenko, I remember this interview with Dr. Joan Borisenko where she said she had the same issues, you know, when, when she had two young kids and she was in grad school that, um, and she would end up having migraines and she didn't realize for years, April, I mean, some people use alcohol, some people use food, nicotine, drugs, emotional affairs, physical affairs. She created migraines so she could get downtime. Yeah, I could do and, that for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't until you know a couple of years after these migraines that were coming on that someone said to her, "Do you know that you're creating those because it's the only you're afraid to ask for time off from your family?" Yeah, I think I thought it was it was fascinating. Hey, um, give us a couple tips if if people are listening right now and they do not have good time management, emotional management skills. Give us a couple tips that they could use right away to help them change the way that you have changed. Perfect. Love that question. First thing you can do is just let go of the guilt because that's the biggest thing that holds us back from taking care of ourselves is we feel guilty. Like, why couldn't I just say, go, you know, I need a break because I felt guilty like I was a bad person if I couldn't handle all of this or if I said, I can't, you know, I can't be around my kids all the time or whatever, you know. So, A, don't feel guilty about taking a break would be number one. Um, Number two would be to slow down and assess what you're doing and see if everything that's on your calendar is absolutely necessary and if you enjoy doing it. If you're in things that feel obligatory or if you're just doing it because you've always done this and it no longer serves you, you don't feel joy from that activity anymore, then it's okay to let it go. So those are two biggies, I would say. I like that. Asking for time. Asking for time. What What is it that you do to, like, if you looked at your life on a weekly basis, what is an anchor, a positive anchor or two that you use that helps keep you sane with three kids, your own business, as an entrepreneur, as a wife? What What are a couple positive anchors that you do maybe on a daily basis or a couple days a week to keep you grounded and sane? Mm, I run. Running is a great mm. outlet for me. Um, so I get up early when it's still dark outside and I, you know, I'm actually my oldest daughter just the past couple of weeks, she's been waking up with me and going, so it's nice. She and I get some time together, um, mm-hmm. alone and it's, you know, kind of feel like you conquer the world before five thirty. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I really like to focus. I'm, I'm very social by nature. I, so I, I like to really try to carve out time with friends, um, mm-hmm. and make that a priority. So if I can get one lunch a week with a friend, that's just fun. Um, definitely try to do that. And then my husband and I, we both, um, he has his own business as well. And so we share an office together. And on Fridays, we try to get lunch together. So that works out. Very nice. 
Yeah, those are three really awesome tips for listeners to think about. What do I need to do to carve time for myself, to ground myself? Connecting with friends, connecting with your partner, doing some type of physical activity to help clear the mind. Um, it could be spiritually grounding as well. I love it. Um, April, one of the things, so you, you've written a couple books, two books. You're a certified life coach. You also created something really unique called the University of Moms. And mm-hmm. there was an article in the Wall Street Journal this week that was talking about all these different conferences around the USA that are being attended by moms in order to get away, get a break, but to become educated at the same time. And you have an event coming up through your University of Moms. Tell me about that. I do. Um, I Well, you know, that was one of those inspired ideas I got on a morning run. And I really do believe in when you slow down and take time for yourself to allow your mind to think, whether that's meditation. Um, that was another thing I was going to mention. This, this app I have called Mindfulness Meditation is a great app. If you have an iPhone or an Android, download it because that'll help you slow down. But getting um, getting back to the Happy Mom Conference, that was one of those inspired ideas, and I thought, well, I, I've never really done something like that before, but when I picture myself, if I could pluck myself out of today and put myself back to six years ago, what would I have needed instead of getting a surgery to get a break? So right. I tried to create a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. So I tried to create something where moms can give themselves a a healthy excuse to get a break, where it's not just, I'm being selfish, I want to go to the spa. It's, I'm going because I'm going to learn something. There's going to be educational speakers there. I'm going to connect with other moms. Um, And in addition, yes, I'm going to have fun, and there's going to be time for spa and relaxing by the pool and a shopping night out and whatever. But that's that's secondary, of course, to the education. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, at least at least that's what we're selling our partners. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, and and we, you know, and the, and the partners as well. They're invited to come up um, to the to the resort on Sunday afternoon with the kids, and there's going to be all kinds of activities for the kids by the pool, um, and a time for the partners to reconnect and meet each other, um, meet other couples, and that kind of thing. So, um, it's going to be a great event. And, and, and for no more information, you know, that's an interesting, yeah. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say it's interesting that the Wall Street Journal just came out with an article about that because I do think you're right. There's, there is a need for this. There's a need for moms to have an excuse to get away, whether that's in whatever area. You know, I've seen some. There's crafters weekends. There's weekends for moms who are in business. There's weekends for moms who, you know, all different categories. This one is simply for your mom. You need support. Come take a break. That's it. No, no qualifications of any sort other than come and have fun. Right, right. Yeah, and, I, and in that article, I remember reading that they, they have some, like what you were saying, some very select ones. Like there's a yoga getaway weekend for moms. But but your mm-hmm. now listen, we have, we have like 40 seconds. Hit some of the topics that are going to be talked about at your conference. All right, some of the topics. My, uh, using essential oils. Um, yeah. There's a marriage recovery. There's uh, your changing metabolism. There's protecting your assets at any stage in your relationship. There is self-care for moms. There's from idea to income, how to create a business you love. There's Ayurveda 101 and how to use that to understand your children's behavior. There's connecting with your children out of kindness rather than discipline. Um, So those are some of the highlights. April, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
That sounds really awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, for more information on the on the weekend um, workshop, go to youofmoms.com, like universityofmoms.com, but we're shortening it, youofmoms.com. Find out more about the conference if you want to get involved with it. It's phenomenal topics, the ones that, that April just rattled off. For more information on April herself as a certified life coach, as an author, you can get her books. You can hire her to work with you one-on-one to help you accomplish your goals. Go to aprilo'leary.com, aprilo'leary.com. And don't forget, if you're sitting here listening going, oh, my Lord, I so wish my friend was listening to this interview with April. All of our shows are archived. They are archived the day of the show. So tonight... You can go to talkdavid.com, and if you miss some of the points that April gave out in order to help you to balance your emotional management as well as time management, just go to talkdavid.com. You can listen to the interview again. Make sure your friends hear what April has to say as well. April, you were a joy to have on the air. I'm so glad that we had a chance to chat today. Thanks, David. You are welcome, honey. Have a great night. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Coming up, Jan Spiller. You want to talk to someone who's an astrologer, one of the most famous astrologers in the world, and find out what life has in store for you? Free readings on the air, 1-800-548-TALK. Now, she's going to be on in about 15 minutes, so call us then, 800-548-TALK. TalkDavid.com. Stay right there. Stay right there.